Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Help Myself Podcast. And I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. You know I got to put that senior in there because I got a junior running around here. And uh, he's discovered some new music. So all day I've been listening to some song talking about don't lie, don't lie. (laughs) If you break your toy, don't blame it on Earl. (laughs) Oh, but he he likes it, so I love it. Um, But hey, let's open up with Help Wanted. Help Wanted. Um, I want to talk about circles of friends that truly support you. I'm inspired by that. On this weekend, I have had several experiences that showed me the power of a circle. Um, A good friend of mine, and and she was on the podcast, uh, Yancey, she came out to DC, you know, to do some some stuff for her YouTube channel and some things like that. And she's got a close friend Liz, that is uh, her partner in crime and one of her biggest supporters and folks came out to hang out with them and I was just watching how this all unfolded and it was amazing and it made me think about some of the circles that I'm uh, you know that I that I'm a part of you know I think about my circle of brothers and sisters you know that we're all chiefs together my sister that I talked about a couple of weeks ago Chief Master Sergeant Nefra Edwards, you know, we had a retirement ceremony and I was just so inspired at the way we all came together. We kind of had to do some last minute changes to the program, but nobody complained. Well, at least we didn't complain too much, man. And we did what we had to do to make her retirement ceremony a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful event. And uh, I think about my own circle. You know, I'm not here doing this uh, podcast because I just get out here and say, oh, yeah, I know that I got heat. Um, I'm inspired at so many people that have poured into me, that have encouraged me. I remember talking with a brother of mine, man, and I was like, man, you know, I'm thinking about buying some more equipment, um, you know, just to keep pouring some resources into this podcast. And uh, he was like, you definitely should do that because you own something, man. You, you know, you got it. And you know, just even at times when I felt discouraged, there were folks that just continued to pour into me. So today in our Help Wanted, I just want to uh, celebrate the power of a circle. You know, I just got off of a, uh, we did a video podcast. It's going, well, it's out now. We just finished it. It was live on uh, the Relationship Gumbo podcast with brother Derek Jones. And so I'll be pointing everyone to that. I pointed you to that on my Facebook and on my Instagram, I'll point you to the episode, man. And it's just five brothers that got together and wanted to talk about authentic manhood and the power of circles to inspire. Because I tell you what, one can only go so far, but a, a group can go much further because when one gets tired, there are others there to encourage to press on a little bit further. And so. I want to encourage you to value your circles. And if you don't have the circle that you need, build your circle. It's never too late. It's never too late. I've got folks that have been in my life for over three decades. And I've got some folks that just popped in a couple of weeks ago. But they're all part of my circle pushing me to be better. And I'm pushing them. And together, we're making everyone better. So that's Help Wanted. Let's get into today's episode of the Help Myself podcast.
right, all right. Here we are with this week's episode. Listen, um, I spoke about it in the last segment, but I've been uh I was tired, boss. It's been I mean, this ain't even the weekend no more. This is Monday, but your boy has been busy, busy, busy. Um, had the privilege of being on the Relationship Gumbo podcast, and we're doing a special series called Shop Talk. It's me and four other brothers. Um, Brother Tony A. Watts of Triumphant TV uh, brought a bunch of us together. Uh, Derek Jones is the host of the Relationship Gumbo podcast, so we were on his platform tonight. On next week, we will have the privilege of being on Brother Tony Massey's platform, and Tony Massey is a force of nature. Let me tell you something. So I'm excited about that next week. And then the week after that, uh, there's another brother that is absolutely a force. That's absolute. Oh man. All four of those brothers are forces of nature, but Rick Gunter, man, Gunter, we're going to be on his platform. Then we're going to be on, um, uh, Tony Watts platform. And then in July, we're going to go live with the Help Myself podcast. We're going to do a live uh, stream. Um, I think I'm going to see if I can't stream it to Facebook and Instagram, but we'll do a live stream and we'll be all on there. And the series is called uh, Shop Talk. And we're just talking about manhood in a sense that we all support and get behind building up our families, our women, our community, our children, uh, being men of a standard of responsibility, of true, healthy masculinity. So I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, my friend Yancey was down here in D.C. doing some things. And so, so many of us that rock with her platform, we all came out from near and far. There's a majority of us that were here in the um, DMV area, but a few people came from a little bit further out, which was just a blessing. And, uh, you know, she got some material done and she had her girl Liz, and I definitely want to encourage you to check out Elizabeth Ellis's podcast, Becoming Her. And I think I need to put that link out there. Um, and even though it's called Becoming Her, let me tell you something. She'll be dropping gems for him and her. So um, we got to do that this weekend. My beloved sister, Chief Master Sergeant Nefra Edwards, had her retirement ceremony. She ain't officially retired yet. But we had a beautiful retirement ceremony, so I did that this weekend. And uh, me and my um, me and my co-pilot, man, we ran the streets and did some things too. So let me tell you, it, it has been a weekend, but I enjoyed every moment of it. Um, I love being active and engaged, and uh, I I have the privilege on the tenth of this month I'll be on my sister's uh, on her show. You know, Piera, the fabulous diva Collins. So got to put that info out there. Uh, she'll be focusing on strong fathers. So we're just so blessed and so grateful that she would consider us and that she sees us and, you know, the relationship that I have with my co-pilot, my buddy, my namesake, the love of my life, LJ, my son, uh, my heart. And uh, that she's inspired by that relationship. So we'll be on there and we'll talk about that and uh, be with some other men that she considers to be strong fathers. So I am excited and grateful. So got a lot going on. And so 
as we talk today, I want to take an opportunity um, to just unpack something really quickly. And then um, we'll unpack this and we'll move on. I don't even plan to hold you long today. And I've said that time and time again, and then we get cooking. And who knows where the time goes? Funny how time flies when you're having fun. All right. But I want to talk about what you believe you should have. What you believe you should have. Listen, when I mentor, when I counsel, um, when I consult, any of that that I do, there are always the techniques and the theories and, and the corollaries that we can use and we can discuss. There are all types of methods. Um, there are so many tools that I can offer at my disposal to give you training, to give you tips to improve processes. There's a myriad of ways to do that. But one of the things that it's important to me when we first have those conversations and we're doing a consultation is to see where the level of belief is. Because um, Les Brown said it so, um, you know, I think he put it best. He said, the hardest part about earning his first million dollars wasn't the actual earning of it. It was believing that he could do it. And, and you'd be amazed. You know, I've talked about it before. Sometimes we just have a worst case scenario mentality. Uh, and then a lot of times there are just things that are always going to be closed to us because we don't believe it. And you've got to understand that, that when you speak, when you think, when you believe your mind, your psyche, uh, you know, your higher self hears that. You know, your intuition, all of these things, they hear your negative self-talk and those negative conversations. And those negative conversations are what limit you and keep you grounded from doing what probably is not only possible, but more than likely if you just believed in yourself. Now, one of the things I always talk about is having irrational belief. But when I say irrational, now granted, I'm a man that's six foot, maybe slightly under. I'm not in the shape that I used to be. You know, my military career has brought uh, various injuries, you know, and all this, that, and the other. I don't think it would be a wise dream for me right now to say that I have some type of misguided hope of making it to the NBA as a player. One, basketball was never my best sport. It was third for me behind football and track. I was decent, but, uh, you know, wasn't nobody checking for John Singletary as far as basketball went and thought, oh, one day he might get a scholarship or he might go to the league. I was competent enough to play a little pickup, and even then I had a few ridiculous scenarios. So, you know, it was, it was hot and cold. So I'm not talking about unrealistic, but I'm talking about uh, irrational in the fact that if you're passionate about something, you believe in yourself, there is power in that belief. Now, let me tell a little story. Look, and this, this doesn't have to do anything with political leanings, but I'm always reminded of the trial of Paul Manafort. And, uh, you know, we won't even get into that because I don't want, if you don't know who he is, I don't want anybody to start making references and think that this is political or anything like that. 
but this is what it's about. Paul Manafort um, went to trial um, because he had some some illegal business dealings. And they talked about how he had gotten to a level of success and then he lost it. You know, he got into some financial trouble. And for him to maintain his lifestyle, he got a loan for $17 million. (laughs) I don't think you heard what I said. He was failing in his business dealings and got a loan for $17 million. Like, let me explain to you why that sticks out to me. Even though he was not competently running his businesses and his finances, he still felt entitled to maintain a lifestyle that would require him to possess $17 million. And not only that, his belief put him in a situation where somebody actually loaned him the money. And several things happened here. See, first off, his belief made the money available to him because it put him in circles where he had someone that he knew that was well off enough to loan him 17 million for living expenses in the first place. But here's the kicker. Even as he was failing in what he was supposed to be doing, at no point did he not believe that he should live a certain lifestyle. He believed that that was the type of life that he should be living. I think about, uh, and I've said it before, but it's worth mentioning again. I think I've written this before, and I think I've even said it before. But when I was stationed in Illinois, which was the southern part of Illinois, and we were right across the bridge from St. Louis, there was a baseball player, Yadier Molina, and he lived out not too far from where I lived. Uh, It was a it was an exclusive neighborhood out there, but. No, I didn't have a gate, so I drive in there and, and dream and, and try to manifest all the time. And uh, I drive by his house, man. And his house looked like a school, man. And it had this, <laughs> it was amazing. But probably the second most impressive house was the house of a dentist, a local dentist. Not even a dentist that's on a television show, just a dentist. And that house was impressive too. But the thing that that really struck me is Yadier Molina, who is a professional baseball player for the St. Louis Cardinals and probably one of the best catchers in the game, one of my favorite players and probably one of the best catchers in the game. And he lived in this neighborhood and, you know, his house was probably the top valued house in the neighborhood but not by much. And then there were other ends of the neighborhood that maybe weren't that high up, but they were well beyond the level at which I was living then and even that I'm living now. And walking through there, I would see people taking their trash cans out to the curb, you know, children playing, people doing normal stuff that I do. And I realized that what separated me from them which, you know, the first thing you think is, well, obviously what separates you from them is all that money they got. And that's fair. 
But I think the more important thing that separated me from them is that they expected to live the way that they lived. They expected to be in these houses that were upwards of seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars. And in the area I live, you know, you could get a really quality house for two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. You really doing it. So we're talking about these houses were upper echelon. Obviously, the area I live in now, houses are far more expensive than that. <laughs> but we're talking scale. We're talking scale. And that was the bottom. Like, I think, you know, I looked at a couple of houses and it was one I was like, yo, I'm going to manifest this. This house is 450000 That was on the lower end. So many of these houses were a million, two million dollars, you know, and they lived in these houses and they weren't rock stars. They weren't, you know, super extraordinary, famous people. They were people that went about doing what they do every day and just believe that that was the level of life that they should live in. And I realized, you know, what keeps me from believing that I should live at that level for myself and my son? What keeps me from believing that my podcast uh, should be able to reach people in every corner of the world and inspire people to look inside of themselves and decide to live the best possible life that they can live to make this world a better place? What makes me believe that I can't go out and be successful and not be someone depending on a job to pay me, but become an economic and financial driver and a force and an employer of others creating money and financial opportunities for others. What makes me believe that I can't create a platform that just through my cosign, similar to if Oprah mentions your book on the Oprah Winfrey book club, your life will change instantly. And so what makes me uh, any different to where I could create a platform where my cosign could send somebody's career and their platform into the stratosphere and make them wildly successful because they are adjacent to me is belief. I've got to believe that what I have to offer is worth it. I have to believe that who I am is worth it. I have to believe that my heart, my passion, my purpose, my destiny, and my desire for better for not only myself, but for everyone possible that is charged to my hand to be inspired by what I say and what I create. I believe in my vision statement. I believe in my purpose. I believe in how I was designed and what I have been put here to do. And so why not operate in the belief of the excellence that I know that I bring to the table. And I share this with you. Why not operate in the excellence that you know you bring to the table? I want you to believe. I want you to have expectations. I want you to push yourself to produce at a level that you know that you can produce because the world is counting on you to be everything that you were created to do and created to be, everything that you're purposed to be, every gift that is within you, I need you to maximize it. I need you to believe that your voice is valid. 
I need you to believe that your talents are amazing. I need you to believe that your perspective is honest. I need you to know that putting in work, research, training, time, and everything else that you need to be equipped to be the best version of yourself is worth it. Paul Manafort was convicted for illegal business practices. But even in the midst of all that, even in the midst of failure, he believed <laughs> that he was worth $17 million to maintain his lifestyle. And here you are with your amazing self, trying to push the culture forward and make the world a better place. So how much more are you worth at a time like this? And all you have to do is believe. Hey, yo, y'all know what it is. We've got to my favorite segment of the show, and it's simply called F Yo Couch. <laughs> I have no idea why that comes out like that, but it is what it is. Deal with it. But hey, you know, we've talked about uh, your mental health. We've talked about getting outside and being active. We've talked about reading. We've talked about so many aspects of your personal well-being and being active in it. And I want to challenge you. You don't got you don't have to go to college. You don't have to enroll in a school. But there are so many classes and opportunities to get certifications. One that I am looking at right now is the Cornell University Certificate for their Diversity and Inclusion course. Uh, it's an opportunity to learn some new things, to be exposed to a new knowledge base, and hey, to get a certification about something. And so I want you to challenge yourself to get into some kind of course. It could be a course that you could take in a few hours over a weekend, a couple of weeks or something, but challenge yourself by immersing yourself in an established course of learning so that you can learn new things, do new things, broaden your perspective. And by broadening your perspective, you make yourself better. And then that builds on that, what we talked about, what you believe you're capable of, because not only will you build uh you know, a knowledge base and gain new perspective, but there's always power in seeing something to the end. And so you'll have that under your belt that you successfully completed a course and that will give you momentum to move forward in your life, victorious and successful. And it'll give you a platform to build your belief in how amazing you are. I'm gonna tell you like Nunu told uh, T.I. in the movie uh, ATL, I wish you could see what I see because you special. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but hey, thank you so much for rocking with me here on the Help Myself podcast. And you know how we do it. I can't help myself. I've got to inspire. I've got to encourage. I've got to empower. But I can help myself by being the absolute best version of yourself. And you can too. So why don't we do it together? Hey, y'all, y'all have a great one and be impactful this week. Say